Well, hello everybody. This is Abel Baker. I'm coming at you from the one in five. I wanna thank you for joining me. Um, today is a special quarantine edition um, and I wanna give you 10 facts that just about everyone can agree on concerning uh, COVID-19 and the new coronavirus. Here we go. Well, um, I'm usually accompanied with Adam and we had a, uh, I had an issue where I came into contact and my family did with somebody who had COVID-19. And, uh, so we're on, a, we're on this quarantine. I'm in day three of it and it's a little weird trying to do, uh, the one in five from my house, but nonetheless, I had something that I wanted to share. I talked with Adam, though he can't be here, he's with me in spirit. So I'm coming at you from my home. And a few weeks ago, something that kind of led to this uh, video or this idea of some facts, I know that's a trigger word for a lot, of, a lot of folks, facts, right? I hope to help with that today, by the way, if you stick with me. A few weeks ago, I saw this meme and it showed six boxes. And it was from my friend, uh, Josh Berry, and I thought it was awesome. Uh, it's a funny hand-drawn chart giving a visualization of how we interpret something. It went in order from data to information to knowledge to insight, wisdom, and then it goes into conspiracy theory, and that's what made it pretty funny. So with all the dots connecting, uh, you can just kind of make anything you want. And then you don't have to do the interpretation, all of the hard work. So what I promise you today is that we're not going to have any uh, twisting uh, of, of facts. We're not, we're not going to have any uh, political opinions here. Um, these are just simply 10 foundational facts that I think are important before we get to some solid conversation on insight and wisdom. Um, I want to put those up for you as we jump into it. But before we do that, it seems, and I don't know if you've noticed this, but many of our coronavirus discussions go off in some other direction. And you can walk away uh, feeling as if you know less than you did, even though you think that you're being safe. So insight and wisdom are my main goal here as we get to the end of this concerning the coronavirus, concerning COVID-19, concerning even influenza, and the common cold. So here again are 10 facts about the virus behind this current pandemic. Uh, that's just, I think, that just about all of us can agree on. So let's go. Here we go with the 10 facts. Um, number one, viruses are diverse. They're not all the same. They are classified based on their unique shape, their structure, size, genome, whether or not they have a thin covering called a lipid membrane. And these differences change what kind of a host they are uh, effective on and, and the way that they affect their host. So different viruses can produce very similar symptoms in their host. Fact number two, coronavirus is a type of virus, and it's not uncommon to humans. 
there were six types of coronaviruses known to infect humans before the novel coronavirus, SARS-CoV-2. And that one causes what we call COVID-19. Fact number three, the coronavirus is absolutely not the rhinovirus because the rhinovirus is a member of a different family called the picorn or picornavirus family. I've heard it pronounced different ways. Maybe it's picornavirus family, whatever. It's not the coronavirus. So fact number four, we're moving right along. The rhinovirus causes symptoms associated with something that we loosely call the common cold. There are around 100 strains of this virus, rhinovirus, that can cause cold symptoms in humans. And this is what makes a vaccine so difficult for the cold. Fact number five, the coronavirus can cause symptoms associated with the common cold, and it differs from person to person. Because symptoms caused by a coronavirus can be cold-like, it does not then follow that the coronavirus and rhinovirus are the same thing. Fact number six, the coronavirus is absolutely not from the orthomyxovirus family. The orthomyxovirus family is where we get the influenza virus. Uh, so the coronavirus is not the influenza virus. Fact number seven, the influenza virus A and influenza B. Those are responsible for symptoms related to the seasonal flu and the regular just everyday flu in human beings. And it's in human beings that influenza virus C causes less severe non-flu symptoms. So we don't usually, you know, worry about C. Influenza type D, though, infects primarily cattle and not humans. So there are only four types of the influenza virus. It's A, B, C, and D. A and B and C are the only ones right now that affect humans. Now, they're substrains, but that's for a different conversation. Type A influenza virus, by the way, is the only one known to cause human flu pandemics. Now, on to fact eight. The flu vaccine covers four strains of the influenza virus, and it's considered to be 40 to 60% effective at reducing flu illness. On to fact nine, and we're almost at fact 10. Stick with me. It's estimated that from October 1st, 2019 through April 4th, 2020, that there have been 39 million to 56 million flu illnesses, uh, 18 million to 26 million flu-related medical visits, and that there's been 410,000 to 740,000 flu hospital visitations, and finally, 24,000 to 62,000 flu-related deaths. Wow, that's a lot. Now, that's all in the, just the U.S., all of those numbers, just in the U.S. Fact 10, just in the U.S. I tell you that the new coronavirus, if you thought influenza is very dangerous, and it is, 
the new coronavirus is more dangerous than influenza. One, just one strain of human coronavirus. Now listen, it's the new one. It's never been around. Just one new strain of a human coronavirus is responsible for called what's called SARS-CoV-2. And it's short for Severe Acute Respiratory Syndrome Coronavirus 2. Now, today is August 19th, 2020. Since, Mar since March 4th, we have counted 173,000 COVID-19 related deaths just in the U.S. alone. So the new human coronavirus that causes COVID-19 symptoms has killed 173,000 in a little less than six months. So if we go back to the, the trusty chart that I had from the beginning, I've, I've broken it up a little bit uh, to, to look a little different. If we go and we take a look at what's going on here, data, I've shown you data. We took a look at some data. We took a look at some facts, information. You've got your knowledge on even. Now, insight and wisdom. What do we do with these facts? What do we do with what we just learned? Ten facts. Well, I promise you that where most of the trouble comes is that when we jump into conspiracy theory and we just start drawing. You know, we want to make whatever shape we want. So we're not going to talk about that. Let's just stick with, I want to give you two uh, it, it, wise insights here. If everything I just said is true, if indeed they are facts, um, then we've got some things we can talk about. First, we should avoid, um, I guess, seeing the virus only through a symptomatic lens. The coronavirus needs to be talked about that it is actually a virus and these new symptoms that we're still learning, but it's all new. So we need to see that the coronavirus is causing these symptoms. COVID-19 is not the coronavirus. So people are dying from the symptoms, uh, but, but they are coming and caused by the virus itself. And again, I've pointed out that it's not the flu and it is not the common cold virus. That might seem silly to you, but consider this. If it's a different virus, then you, this flu season beginning October, could have coronavirus and the flu virus. All right? So we've taken a look at all the data. We've gotten to this point where we want some wisdom. We want some insight. You should get a flu shot because we're not just looking at the symptoms here, right? We just learned that there are, there are different viruses. It's possible for you to have both. Why don't you get the flu shot and then try as hard as you can to get that out of the way in case you get COVID-19 symptoms from the coronavirus, then you've taken care of that other issue. It would be wise, in other words to get a flu shot based on everything all on these 10 facts. So go get one. Make sure this year you get your flu shot and your family's flu shot. And second, the second bit of 
insight, by the way, and wisdom that we can gain from all this knowledge is that we can learn to differentiate in our conversation. If we can do this, if we can learn to differentiate uh, this talk about the coronavirus, the new one, SARS-CoV-2, from talk about the symptoms, if we can see that COVID-19 is the, what we're learning about, we don't even know all of the symptoms. If we can see that COVID-19 is caused by the coronavirus, we can understand how when somebody says we have a cure, um, there's a problem. So there are people and there's studies about stuff that gets rid of the symptoms, maybe antiviral kind of things. And they only treat the symptoms. So it's possible to get rid of a ton of the symptoms. But vaccines are what we want because vaccines help prevent the viral infection. So if you're listening to anybody, let's say they say they're a doctor and then they say, hey, we have a cure. You need to figure out, are they talking about a cure for some of the symptoms or um, a vaccine-like cure for the virus, the viral infection? There's a difference. And based on my 10 facts, it's a huge difference. I want to end all of this with a story that relates to this little unicorn right here, a conspiracy theory. My grandfather was a great mechanic, and he told me the story when I was younger um, about how he was in a shop in Southern California. And he said that an arrogant and upset fella came in totally confused. He had just brought in a 1966 Pontiac Tempest GTO station wagon with something called Tri-Power. It had a 389 cubic inch engine in it. And it also had this tri-power, which meant that it had three carburetors, two barrel carburetors sitting right on the top of the engine. But here was the problem. The car wouldn't shut off. And this kind of arrogant man was exhausted. Because within the last hour, the man had become somewhat of a legend in town. No one, no shop could shut his car off. So he brought it to my grandfather, and it was a real head-scratcher for a while. They unplugged spark plug wires, and it still ran on some kind of a weird, lumpy, messy idle. Nobody could figure it out. You see, the man didn't realize that he'd put around a half a tank of diesel gas in the gas tank. My grandfather didn't realize it because he couldn't smell it. It was diluted enough. The man had three carburetors, and they were just enough out of adjustment that about a half a tank of diesel or whatever the mix was, caused the car to literally run without spark or the need for spark. He had turned a gasoline engine into a diesel engine. <laughs> so what does that have to do with uh, all of these conspiracy theories that I'm talking about here? Or jumping from wisdom to a conspiracy? What does it have to do with that? Well, my grandfather told me that after he cut the fuel line, the car shut off. The one fuel line that fed all three carburetors, as soon as he figured out that there was probably some diesel in the tank, he thought, I bet that gas motor is going to run by itself because it doesn't need ignition. 
all three carbs and the motor, when, the, when gas was cut to the carbs, it finally quit running. And my grandfather said that some folks were acting kind of weird. They thought, you see, the car was possessed by demons. They thought there was some kind of weird curse. It was causing folks in the shop who were good uh, mechanics to, to just feel creeped out because they'd never seen anything like this before. He said that some folks were really getting scared, that they were acting weird. You see, it was because they jumped over wisdom and they went straight into unicorn mode. That's why the other shops weren't able to shut the car off. Because they didn't spend enough time in the data and the information and the knowledge mode. Out of fear, they jumped insight and wisdom and they just began to draw unicorns. That's why people get scared. I promise you, if you can understand these 10 facts, you're going to have a little bit of comfort with your public health department asking you to quarantine. You're not going to think they're being over the top. You're not going to think that um, all of these measures are over the top. And you might not see the the uh, numbers is so small or, or this is being just another cold or just another flu or no big deal. You see, if you're interpreting the data in context and you're getting the right information from good sources and, and you're getting your knowledge on and you're having great conversations with people who are doing the same, great insight's going to happen. Great wisdom will be shared and you don't need to go to unicorn mode. So, hey, that's all for now. That's been... 10 facts that just about everybody can agree on. I hope it helps you out. My name's Abel Baker. This is the one in five, and I hope you have a rural, healthy day. Bye for now.